with Pharaoh's magicians acknowledging that this indeed is the finger of God, we take a little break from the plagues of Egypt, but we want to still uh, learn some lessons from what we have seen so far. So I go to the book of Acts chapter 7 and verse 35. This Moses whom they rejected, saying, who made you a ruler and a judge, is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. These are the words of Stephen as he makes uh, a defense of the gospel uh, in his time. And in this passage, Stephen is speaking back to Moses, whom we've been studying so far, and he describes the significance of God's calling on Moses' life. He was rejected by the people, but called by God. Many times when God calls us to do something, people will reject us. People's rejection will not move God's hand against you because God works by his own counsel and not by popular opinion. And everything that God used Moses to do was because God called him. If God had not called him, Moses would not be used. From the moment when Moses responded to the call of God, from that moment, he moved from just being a shepherd, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, to becoming a tool in the hands of the Lord, a deliverer that God has called. So to really experience significance in our lives, for us to do the things that God wants us to do, we have to first hear his call and we have to respond to his call. God's calling for you and for me is his perfect will for us. But his calling is not the same for everybody. For Moses, he was called to be a deliverer. You may not be called to be a deliverer. I may not be called to be a deliverer. Aaron was called to go and support Moses. So we just learned from the call of God that there are people God calls to do something and others who are called to do, uh, to support those who have been called to do something else. So part of the calling that God gives to us requires that we serve other people that we work under other people, that we follow other people. And following other people is not an indication that you don't have God's call upon your life. Noah was not called to be uh, a deliverer like Moses. He was called to build a boat, an ark, and, and that's what he did. Bezalel was called to design artwork. So we see that God's calling is not the same for every body. Because many times people uh, think that when we are talking about calling, we're only talking about the clergymen, men of God, women of God, people who serve in full-time Christian ministry. But God's calling is very diverse. Some are called to be artists. Some are called to be medical health practitioners to, to, to help people to get well. Some are called to make people laugh. Some are called to entertain us. So whatever your call is, the most important thing is to know that what I'm doing is not just something I want to do, but this is what God wants me to do. And it is when you discover this is what God wants me to do that it becomes a calling. So you approach it not as something you are just doing to enrich yourself, to make yourself popular or make yourself famous, but you accept it because this is a role I'm playing 
because it fits into God's plan for my life. And it's in that place that God's strength becomes our strength and he guides us as he did for Moses. No matter what the Pharaoh is that we face, he gives us victory and the finger of God will be upon us. Let us pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, by faith I reach out to your high calling and purposes. I submit to your assignment for my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God has a plan for you. Respond to it. I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you. 